What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. Boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Time Out with. Uh, I already messed up. Fuck, I got it. What the fuck am I on? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, welcome to the season two premiere of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. It's been a hot minute, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a hot minute since we've actually dropped something, and well, uh, safe to say that I've gotten some much needed rest, and we've got some good shit planned out for this season. Now, that may qual- my quality may still sound the same, but I can promise that it will improve in the second half of the season. Either way, we're back and we're ready to make some of the best reviews, and well, let me just uh, tell you guys, a lot has happened in the past two months since we've uh, stopped dropping episodes. Uh, 2021 is off to a weird start. I'll tell you, bro, 2021 got a hell of a start. Uh, I mean, we had people invading the Capitol. We got Trump pardoning the homies Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Uh, he also got impeached again. Uh, we've got a new president. And The Office is no longer on Netflix, which means millennials now have to develop an actual personality. Who knows? Maybe they'll stop finally quoting Michael Scott everywhere they go. Uh, one can dream. One can dream. Second order of business. Thank you guys all so much for the support. A few weeks ago, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you can see that we hit 700 plays, which was completely unexpected. I, I, days had passed uh, before I actually bothered to even open the Anchor account. I've my Anchor app. Uh, I spend like a few days. I don't know, just you know, relaxing, enjoying, uh, shit around me, and I don't know. I just uh, decided to open up the app, and boom, there she was. 700 plays jesus fuck uh once i saw it i freaked out and my family thought i was having some kind of stroke but uh yeah guys thank you guys so much and i can tell you we'll hit 1k in no fucking time let's fucking go i can tell hmm i'm gonna go out on a quick limb and say we'll hit 1k maybe i don't know june i hope so can we get can we get to a thousand plays by june let me know okay all right cool enough of this soft boy shit all right folks we are kicking off season two with a review of one of the most revolutionary games in the first person shooter genre that's right folks we'll be reviewing call of duty modern warfare 2 Considered to be one of the most popular games, not only in the Modern Warfare trilogy, but in the Call of Duty franchise, Modern Warfare 2 was known for its controversial gameplay, and plus we can forget the amount of racial slurs hurled through the multiplayer lobby. Modern Warfare 2 has made its mark not only in the gaming industry, but in internet culture as well. I have to say, this was actually the first Call of Duty game I ever played. I was 7, and I uh, I completely sucked ass. But, uh... Things have changed, all right? It's been 10 years since then. Uh, things have changed. Now I'm on that SEAL Team 6 takedown shit, so uh, don't touch me. <clears throat> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get into it. Sit back, relax, crack open a beer, soda, or water, and enjoy, my friends, because this is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I have to say I picked like one of the most shittiest times to start recording. It's currently 9.50. Uh, the date is January 23. I meant to record it earlier, but unfortunately I just never got around to it. And now that it's almost 10, I've decided, hey, why not have a late line recording session? Kick the season off right. And that's exactly what we're doing. Oh, sorry, pardon me. I just ate. <clears throat> Season two, season two, season two, season two, season fucking two. Let's pray for a better season, guys. Come on now. Okay, so 
enough chitter chatter. For those of you new to our show, here's how the situation goes. First, we go off into a bit of a premise, take a look at the story mode and the alternative game modes that were included into the game. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so for those of you that do not know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is a 2009 first-person shooter game developed by Infinity Ward and published by Activision. It's the sixth installment in the Call of Duty series, and it's a direct sequel to 2007's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which continues the storyline. Uh, it was released worldwide on November 10th, 2009 for Microsoft Windows, the PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. The game follows Task Force 141, a multinational special forces unit commanded by now Captain Soap McTash. Last time we saw him, he was just a Sarge. Anyways, we follow Soap and his squad's hunt uh, for Vladimir Makarov, who is the leader of the Russian Ultranationalist Party. And we also take the perspective... Uh, I mean, sorry, and we also fight alongside the U.S. Army Rangers from the 1st Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, who are defending the Washington, D.C. area from an ongoing Russian invasion. Could you believe that? The game's main playable characters are Sergeant Gary Roach Sanderson, a.k.a. Roach of the 141, and Private James Ramirez of the Army Rangers. We also get to play as Captain McTavish later in the campaign. An expansive multiplayer mode is featured in the game with several new features and modes that were not seen in its predecessor. I'll tell you, it's a big, huge one-up from the previous. Demel development for the game first began in 2008 when it was known as Call of Duty 6. It uses the IW 4.0 engine, an improved version of Call of Duty 4's IW 3.0 engine. Infinity Ward was inspired by real-life conflicts when developing the campaign mode. The initially... In they initially tested the multiplayer mode by playing an in-house beta version of the game. Modern Warfare 2 was officially announced in February of 2009, and teasing of the game later then began uh, in March, with short trailers being released for the game and eventually a full reveal trailer. The multiplayer mode was shortly revealed after. Modern Warfare 2 received universal acclaim with praise for its campaign, multiplayer, and the amount of content, although it did receive some criticism for short length and a lack of innovation. Within 24 hours of its release, the game sold approximately 4.7 million copies in North America and the UK. As of 2013, the game has sold 22.7 million copies. In addition to its release, a comic book series based on one of the game's characters was also produced, titled Modern Warfare 2 Ghost. A sequel to the game Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was released two years later in 2011 and it finishes the original Modern Warfare Storyline Trilogy. A remaster of the game's campaign Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered was released in March of 2020, which was a great introduction to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the game has three modes. I'm sorry, I, I skipped a sentence. Uh, the game was released in March of 2020 on the PlayStation 4 and it was released for Microsoft Windows and Xbox One in April of 2020. The game has three modes, campaign, multiplayer, and a new game mode called Spec Ops. We'll get into that later. Campaign is a single player mode where the character completes 18 levels connected by an overarching plot. Each level features a series of objectives to fulfill and the player will often switch characters between levels. As said before, the, camp the single player campaign, the player controls five different characters from a first person perspective. First, we control Sergeant Gary Roach Sanderson, a British member of an international special forces unit named Task Force 141. In addition to Roach, the player also assumes control of Private First Class Joseph Allen and Private James Ramirez of the U.S. Army's 1st Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment. Jesus Christ. John's already dry, man. I'm out of practice. <clears throat> The now Captain John So McTavish serves as the senior mayor of the Task Force 141 and acts as Roach's superior officer and becomes the playable character in the final three missions of the game. Last but not least, the player briefly assumes the role of an astronaut strain, I mean, sta stationed on the International Space Station, the ISS, uh, during the height of the war between the United States and Russia. The game's non-playable characters feature prominently in the story. For Task Force 141, we've got Lieutenant Simon Ghost Riley, who conceals his face with a skull print baklava, and in my opinion, is one of the most important, crucial, best characters in the Modern Warfare trilogy. He also serves as Soap's second-in-command for the U.S. Army Rangers. We got Sergeant Foley alongside with a subordinate Corporal Dunn. To these guys, sometimes they got some good lines, sometimes they're really annoying, but uh, they're fun to fight alongside. Uh, we also got... 
Uh, Lieutenant General Shepard, who is the commander of the United States Army Rangers and Task Force 141. Other returning returning characters include Call of Duty 4's Captain John Price, who we thought to be dead. Uh, he was McTavish's former commanding officer in the British Special Air Service, who was imprisoned in Russia, and a Russian informant turned mercenary pilot named Nikolai. Anyways, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the story. Despite the efforts of the U.S. Marine Corps and the British Special Air Service by preventing a nuclear war, the ultra-nationalists seize control of the Russian Federation and make Imran Zakayev a martyr and strain diplomatic relationships relations with the United States. Vladimir Makarov, Zakayev's right-hand man and an ultra-nationalist extremist, begins a campaign of revenge against the West by committing acts of terrorism on European and international soil over the course of five years. We now flash forward to August 2016, where First Class Joseph Allen participates in a military operation alongside the United States Army Rangers stationed in Afghanistan by assisting them in taking back a city from insurgents. Impressed by Allen's capabilities, Lieutenant General Herschel Von Shepard III recruits him into Task Force 141, an elite unit that recruits the best special forces operators from around the world. While Allen prepares for an upcoming assignment, we unite we, we focus on Captain John Soap McTavish and Sergeant Gary Rose Sanderson as they infiltrate a Russian airbase in the Tian Shan mountain range to retrieve an attack characterization system, otherwise known as an ACS module, from a downed American satellite. Uh, in my opinion, this is one of the greatest missions in my, uh, uh, that I've ever played, all right? Yeah, sure, we start off on the cliffside, we gotta climb, and we gotta be all stealthy, right? But towards the end of the mission, we get to use jet skis and escape by jumping over a cliff like a bunch of badass motherfuckers. Just, okay. <clears throat> Anyways. Oh, we shift our attention back to Alan, who is now sent on an undercover mission for the CIA, joining Vladimir Makarov in a mass shooting at an airport in Moscow, Russia. Controversy! Makarov, aware of Alan's true identity, kills him as they escape and leave his body behind in order to spark a war between Russia and the United States. <gasps> Boom! Outraged by an apparent American-sponsored terrorist attack, Russia retaliates by launching a surprise invasion on the east coast of the United States. With no evidence of Makarov's involvement in the airport massacre, the 141 is sent to Rio de Janeiro to capture his arms dealer, Alejandro Rojas. They succeed in capturing him and learn that Makarov's nemesis is being held in a Russian gulag. They assault the gulag and rescue the prisoner, who turns out to be... What? Captain Price, Soap's previous commanding officer in the SAS. As it turns out, in the events between Call of Duty 4 and Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2, Price didn't even die from the original. Um, after the final mission in Call of Duty 4, he was just knocked on conscience. Anyway, when the Task Force 141 was started in the year 2013, they were sent on a mission to capture Makarov, but the mission went AWOL, I mean sideways, and well, uh, Price was left behind uh, to cover the team's escape, and well, you can connect two and two. You can see that he was sent into a Russian gulag. The Russian gulag. Anyways, with Price... Uh, being freed, he takes back command of Task Force 141 and insists on ending the United States war with Russia. Despite Shepard's orders to find Makarov after raiding a Russian port, Price launches a ballistic missile towards Washington, D.C. and detonates it in the upper atmosphere. This results in an EMP blast disabling all electronic devices across the eastern seaboard, giving the Americans a much-needed advantage. Soldiers fighting in D.C. narrowly avoid a bombing runoff uh, run of Russian occupied strategic structures by the United St States Air Force lighting green flares atop the White House to show that the city remains in American hands. Meanwhile, Task Force 141 narrows down Makarov's hiding places to two locations an aircraft boneyard in Afghanistan and Makarov's safe house on the Georgian Russian border. Roach and Simon, I mean, Roach and Ghost successfully raid the safe house, but are then soon betrayed and murdered by Shepard and his own private military force. No! Okay. It soon becomes evident that Shepard is the catalyst of the Russian-American war. He's intent on cementing his status as a national hero and prolonging military action as revenge for the men he lost to the nuclear vice five years earlier during the campaign against Khaled al-Assad. 
Christ's soap learner Shepard's betrayal and narrowly escape a battle between his and Makarov's forces at the Boneyard. After learning of Shepard's mountain base in the Afghanistan in Afghanistan from Makarov, Price and Soap raid the base to take revenge on Shepard in a suicide mission. The duo pursues Shepard as he escapes by boat, and Price manages to shoot down his helicopter's extraction as he and Soap tumble over a waterfall. Dazed. Silk stumbles towards the crash site and attempts to kill Shepard, but is overpowered and gets stabbed in the chest. Price arrives and engages Shepard in a fist fight. Oh, 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 oh. So pulls the knife out of his chest like the badass motherfucker he is and throws it at Shepard, killing him. I mean, he aims right on the fucking eye, man. Talk about a bullseye. Nikolai arrives and helps Price evacuate Silk for medical attention. He says, Nikolai, we got to get the fuck out of here. And Nikolai says, Duh. I know, please. And that pretty much the game ends like that. Just on a cliffhanger. Wow. What a story, folks. The gameplay for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 revolves around a fast-paced gunfight against enemy combatants. Hold up. I want to make sure I'm recording. Yes, I'm still recording. Okay. I was like, hey, hold up. This is, um, this is going too smooth. Like, whenever I have a recording session, I never, this shit never goes smooth either. Stop, it either stops recording halfway through or someone makes a noise in the background. Uh, and for, for a hot minute there, I thought, wait a minute, what if I'm talking, doing all this talking and I wasn't even recording? But man, turns out I am recording. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, right. The gameplay of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 revolves around fast-paced gunfights against enemy combatants. Uh, the player controls a soldier who can perform several actions, including jump, sprint, crouch, lay prone, and uh, aim down their gun's iron sights. When the player is shot by an enemy, a blood spatter will appear in their heads-up display, which pretty much looks like fucking jelly, uh, uh, denoting that they have taken it denotes that they have taken damage. Sorry. <clears throat> if the player avoids gunfire by taking cover, their health will recover. The HUD also displays other information, such as a compass, a mini-map, and the player's current ammunition count. The game features traditional guns, including assault rifles, shotguns, handguns, and even sniper rifles. The player will be given specific guns at the beginning of each level, but may switch them for another gun that they find on the floor. Always want to be carrying that AK like a Ruski. Some guns have attachments, such as suppressors, and uh, they, they even added a new... Um, whole lot of new attachments such as the heartbeat sensor which well it's kind of in the name it's like a little um screen that's attached to the gun to, to your weapon and it it's it basically it's basically like a radar but for your gun you know it displays who's around you just bleep 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 and if it's a red dot that means there's a bad guy if it's uh i think if it's a blue dot or a white dot it means it's a friendly uh yeah uh, the player can also use grenades and flashbangs when faced uh, with a large group of enemies, as well as a knife for close quarter combat. In some levels, the player will be given special equipment such as night vision goggles or a laser designator, which were two new improvements in the game, in my opinion. The night vision goggles back in Modern in COD 4 were, uh, uh, but in Modern Warfare 2, huge improvement, definitely huge improvement. Uh, same same thing same thing goes for the laser sight and in cod 4 is just what the fuck is this and and modern warfare 2 again huge 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 improvement uh the game also features a, a little side mode called spec ops mode which features 23 additional levels that can be played either individually or with a friend. Uh, these player, uh, these levels provide specific challenges such as defusing bombs within a short period of time or just getting through a certain area of the map. Uh, if the player is shot down while playing co-op, uh, co they will begin crawling and they can shoot enemies with a handgun. And, and if they're not revived after a certain time, I think it's like a minute and 30 seconds, uh, they will die and uh, well, it pretty much fails the level and you got to start all over from the top which is complete bullshit considering if you and your homie are near the end of the mission and your homie just decides to get shot and fucking dies right on the spot and you fucking fail so you have to start all the way from the beginning from the other side of the bridge and get to the other side so you can escape fucking bullshit yeah these um <clears throat> There are five tiers of spec ops levels, with each tier getting harder than the previous. Uh, like, really, like the, the beginning, the first tier, I think it's just a bunch of like, oh, you got a, a lot of like defend your, your position type of missions. And by the time you get to the final tier, the echo tier, uh, they're 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 labeled by uh, military alphabet. By the way, it's Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Uh, what is, what is Delta and Echo? Right, yeah, Echo. 
uh anyways uh and, and alpha tier levels they're like you know defend your position but by the time you get to like a echo tier level you got juggernaut shooting at you and all you have is a fucking dainty ass little knife it's like what the hell am i gonna do this man come on what's the respect of my name jesus fuck anyways uh i'm not high on coke you're high on coke <laughs> fuck i look like a <laughs> Whoa! sorry I'm just really pumped, you know, season two. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, anyways. Uh, what was I saying? See what you guys do. I'm trying to hype you guys up. I forget what I'm fucking reading. Uh, the player earns stars by completing the levels on one of three difficulties. With a player of stars earned corresponding to the difficulty chosen. So if you choose easy you only get a star if you choose veteran you get three fucking stars just like that just like that all right multiplayer mode folks the mode in which a lot of millennials today will not be able to handle racial slurs i mean multiplayer mode allows players to compete against each other in team-based and deathmatch uh based game types on various maps each game type has an objective that requires unique strategies to complete uh let me just say a lot of the maps in this game completely iconic there's afghan which is basically like a crash site in the middle of afghan of uh, of a uh, i think it's a uh, a desert it's a crash site in the middle of the desert you know there's a little cave nearby there's a crash airplane in the middle you and your homies could just be running around fucking brr, brr, brr. great map there's also let's see what uh, there's favela which is basically like a little small neighborhood in brazil you just jump through the building snipe motherfuckers down on the road just like that man Alright, I'm gonna shut up. Uh then there's the iconic terminal. I mean who can forget terminal? the the mission it's the map uh terminal. basically an airport. You know, you got you got the runway, you got the inside of the airport, the boarding tunnel, thingamajig, uh metal detectors. The, uh, the security checkpoints, uh, restaurants, bookstores in the middle. It's, it's really, it's a really fun map, map to play. And then there's the most iconic map in the entire Call of Duty franchise. Well, what's tied with another map, but it's one of the most iconic in my opinion. And then there's Rust. There's Rust. All right. Beef was settled on these maps. All right. A one v one. Let me tell you, bro. We do not need a vote for a president. Fuck that shit. What we need to do is let them go do a 1v1 on Rust. That's the only way a lot of these... I feel like a lot of world problems could be solved if we just... Instead of voting, we, we just let them play, you know, go 1v1 sniper uh, sniper challenge. I know, I know it's, it's hard, you know, to you know, put the fate of humanity and the safety, the national security of millions of lives at risk. In the head, I mean, so fuck, I, I, <laughs> I messed up already. <laughs> fuck, God damn it! Uh, I know it's ignorant to say that we should put uh, the hands, our our national security, our our safety, the uh, basically the lives, the outcome of millions of lives at the hands of a game. I know it's ignorant, but I'm just saying, man. A lot of world problems could be solved if we just 1v1 on Rust, man. That's how real people do it. Trust me. Uh, it's just basically like the small little map on oil rig. I think it's I think that's what it is. I don't even know. But point is, it's a small little map in the middle of in the middle of the desert. You could climb, snipe people from the top, or you get sniped from the bottom. Run around. Anyways. Uh, each of these game modes has a, a, a these team based and death match uh, based game types uh, have an objective that requires unique strategies to complete. If the player kills three or more players in a row without dying, they achieve a kill streak, which gives the player a tactical advantage during uh, a match. Now, previously in COD 4, there was the UAV, Harrier Strike, and no, wait, I'm sorry, I got that wrong, I think. No, wait, no, no, no. I got it right. There was the UAV, the Harrier Strike, and the Attack Helicopter. But here, oh, ho, ho, here. This is where they decided to fucking put the cherry on top of the fucking cake here, folks. This is where they really, you know, fucked it up. Uh, 
a lot of these a lot of these uh, care uh, kill streaks are extremely improved. There's a care package which gives you a random kill streak. It could be UAV. It could be one of the other um, tactical advantages I me I mentioned before. There's a uh, there's a predator missile which pretty much you open up your laptop and you 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 got like a bird's eye view and you just trigger. You just trigger an alarm, uh, trigger a missile, and it lands on whatever fucking player you want. I know it's overkill just for one little teeny tiny player, but fuck it, man. The government's paying for it. We're not. Just leave it at that. <clears throat> Actually, technically, we kind of are because it's taxpayer money, but whatever. What does I say? Okay, all right. Uh, there's Harrier, Harrier Strike Returns, but this time, instead of, you know, just making its regular bomb run, it shoots and then it comes back from to bite you in the ass and just pee 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 then there's a pavlo which is basically a t an attack helicopter that you get to control you open it you open up your little laptop thingamajig and you're able to fly over the map you know brrr, you know troll one character i mean troll one guy who's key who keeps spawning in the corner because i mean the spawn system in that game was garbage it was kind of ass if you ask me anyways um you could spawn trap someone basically, which is an extremely dick move. Like, whoosh, whoosh, oof. I don't want to wish it on my wish, wish it off, wish that on any of my worst enemies. And then there's a sentry gun, which is basically an automatic uh, mini gun. You just plant it out where you want it to, and that shit just shoots at whatever it sees. Usually enemies, but that uh, uh, usually a tree. But you know, every now and then it shoots enemies. I guess. Um, then there's the AC-130, and the AC-130 above! Oh, okay, okay. Uh, then, then basically, the AC-130, uh, it's basically like a, this big-ass plane, you take control of it, I mean, you can't, like, fly it around, it automatically flies by itself, but you could open it, you could, uh, switch between, there's these huge-ass missiles, you shoot one, and pew! Which, it's basically like a predator missile. Then there's tiny missiles, which do, do they do cause damage, but uh, they they fire more rapidly, and their um, their their impact doesn't really doesn't really have a huge impact, but it does it does cause some damage, but not that much impact. And then there's a sentry gun. I mean a minigun, which is brrr, you get to shoot from above. Brrr. It's really fun to use. And then there's the mother of all bombs. The Fucking tactical nuke. If you heard this in a multiplayer match, it's over for you, man. You could be this close to getting the tactical nuke and your teammate gets it. Tactical nuke incoming! It's fucking over, man. Get out of here. Uh, alternatively, if the player dies several times without a kill, they will be rewarded with a death streak bonus, which evens the match for the player. A match ends when either team or player has reached a predefined number of points or the allotted time expires, in which case the team player with the most points wins. The player's performance in multiplayer is tracked with experience points, which can be earned by killing opposing players, completing objectives, or completing a match in general. As a player gains experience, they advance in level, which unlock new weapons. They also get to unlock new perks, which modify gameplay elements such as unlimited sprint and increased bullet damage. Modern Warfare 2 was originally a down uh, I, I, I went too far ahead jesus fuck all right okay well i did not put a space bar between that so i accidentally really said what i was gonna say in the future god damn it okay i need to shut up okay folks the moment of truth on a scale of one to ten we give call of duty modern warfare 2 a A full-on 8 out of 10. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A full-on 8 out of 10. I was about to say 8 out of 8. I'm like, what the fuck am I on, dude? I've My A game has been kind of ass lately. Anyways, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got to give it an 8 out of 10 for several reasons. And here is why. Well, the reason why we didn't give it a complete fucking 0 out of 10 was because the story, just, just pretty much the story... If we were rating the game just based on the story, it would have been a complete fucking 10 out of 10. But uh, there are other factors that make this game a little bit kind of ass, but we'll get into that later. First, let's get into the reason why we gave it that high of a rating. Um, well, for starters, the story. Just the whole story, man. If the game was only the story, it would have been a perfect 10. But just the story. The fact that you... 
Uh, I'm sorry, I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, the whole scenery, the whole World War Three scenery, just really amazed me. It was kind of like just wow, man. You see all these these famous landmarks that people that the that us Americans just tend to you know go to and visit to. You see that they're being destroyed, they're being taken down by these Ruskies, and it's just fucking weird. It's it, it was it was a bit of an eye opener. If you tell me the whole the U.S. The missions in which you play as the U.S. Army Ranger, uh, very impactful. I mean, this is America we're talking about. America, they're uh, and they're we're getting fucking invaded, man. A lot of these historical landmarks are getting fucking destroyed just like that, man. It was just crazy to see, cause I mean, yeah, sure, you may see it in other movies and stuff like that, but this is a fucking game, man. <laughs> it's a fucking game, yo. Like, fuck, shit's going crazy, bro. Uh, a lot of another thing would probably be uh, uh, just the whole that whole final act of the of the story mode, just the betrayal, just the betrayal, the, the the betrayal at the end of that loose ends mission in which Ghost and Roach die. Just one of the most saddest moments in an entire fucking anime, man. Like. Can't tell you how many, how many people cried because of this. What kind of, the kind, the kind of pain it caused in those young players, man. It taught, it taught us not to trust anyone, basically, man. I made us hate Shepard a lot more, man. They were, they were this close to getting away, you know. Fucking, do you have the DSM? We've got it, so good. That's one less loose end. Fucking get shot. No, get shot again. I'll tell you, man. If you if you look at anybody at any gamer reacting to that shit, you'll you'll see them cry. You'll see like a tear, or you'll just see them say, "What the fuck, Shepard? Come on now, man!" Like, fuck, man. It's like one of the most saddest moments in history, bro. This is where this is where men really cried, man. This is what made men cry. This is what made boys cry. This is what made girls cry. This is what made women cry. Everyone cried at this at this point, man. If you didn't cry, if you weren't crying or confused or angry, get the fuck out of here, man. You're not really a gamer, bro. You don't know how to experience shit. Uh, anyways, um. Yeah, just the whole betrayal plot, it was just kind of sad, man. Plus, the cliffhanger. Lord knows I love a good cliffhanger, man. Who doesn't love a good cliffhanger? Probably, like, people who don't hate anticipating shit. But, Lord knows, I love a good cliffhanger. Uh, we see Price and Soap. They now become fugitives from the law because uh, they killed Shepard, and nobody knows Shepard's a bad guy, so everybody believes that Price and Soap are actually the betrayers. Which, in my opinion, is just pure fucking bullshit. But it needed to happen to make that shit interesting. So you died. So good job, you guys. You guys became criminals for the better, for the greater good. Sorry. Um. Oh fuck! What was I saying? What was I saying? All right. And yeah, just the cliffhanger, the transition into the third modern warfare, really great. So there's that. Um. Let me see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Just pretty much this whole wild ass goose chase uh, throughout the game, just to catch this one terrorist feller. Oh my, just to catch your one terrorist feller. It's crazy. And uh, yeah, I think, that, I think that in terms of like campaign, that's it. Uh, another reason why I give it an eight out of ten would be the spec ops. Spec ops. Uh, I really enjoyed playing the spec ops. Just a few little, you know, uh, issues with it. Um, I don't mind. You know, uh, having to, you know, get three stars and everything just to unlock other missions. I, I get it. It makes it challenging and all that stuff. But one thing I I really don't like, and the reason why I got to take off a point for it, is because it's the, the respawn for me, man. For me, it's the respawn. Like, I could be halfway through the mission on a huge complete, uh, on, like, veteran. I'm grinding. I've... Uh, I've been grinding hard, man. I'm this close to achieving my dreams of completing this mission. And all of a sudden, I get whacked by a Ruski from behind. Like, fuck no. Fuck this, man. I got to start all the way from the beginning, which is like which is like at least three three continents away. <laughs> and 
I, I had to put up with this again, man. Like, oh, well, what the hell? What the fuck, Infinity Ward? Why'd you guys gotta make me start all the way at the beginning? And that's what I really didn't like. I didn't like the fact that you have to start all the way from there, find your way up here again, only to get shot again, and I have to repeat it again. It's like a never-ending loop. And when you do break out of the loop, it's 9 o'clock outside, and you miss the whole day just because you decided to stay inside and, and complete just one little fucking mission. And now it's your brother's turn to play. Oh, did you look at that? Fucking shit, bro. But, uh, yeah, that's one of my it's one of my main problems. But aside from that, I love the Spec Ops mode. Fucking A1. Some A1 top, top shot of shit, bro. All right, folks, the multiplayer. Um... Uh, when people think Call of Duty, they usually think Rust 1v1 Snipe. Um, let's see, this was a really, it was really, in a way, like, iconic, if you ask me. It was an extremely iconic multiplayer. It was really fun for the most part, but, 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 the weapons. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 has some of the most overpowered weapons known to mankind. Uh, well, I, a lot of the there was a lot of glitches, a lot of cheats that you could use. Like for example, one of the attachments that you get on your gun is a noob tube. Ah, oh, fuck that shit! The noob tube glitch. God damn it! Uh, the noob tube glitch was basically like. Uh, you could be like near an enemy and you just shoot it and all of a sudden they die, man. Like you couldn't be like, you, you, you couldn't even be aiming that shit, uh, aim, aiming your, your grenade launcher at him and they'd still fucking die. Some major bullshit. And even to this day, the gl that glitch is still not patched. Like you could be like, there could be a guy like, I don't know, I want to say like two inches to the left from your noob tube. Like you're not even ready to aim at, aim at them. You're not even aiming at them. You fire that shit, and they still fucking die. It's it's complete bullshit. I really fucking hated it. Uh, another glitch was the shotgun attachment glitch, which basically, um, the one of the attachments for for your assault rifle was that you get to have like a little mini shotgun, and this thing was extremely overpowered. Again, another glitch. You couldn't even you 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 couldn't even be like I don't know what I want to say like like a whole. You could be like. I want to say, hmm, like two feet away from your opponent. And you know how, like, shotguns don't really have a, lot, a long range? They could be on the other side of the map. You shoot them, and they still fucking die. But luckily, that glitch was patched. And uh, yeah, that, that's the end of that. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, right. Model 1887 Akimbo glitch. Why? Oh, Jesus. It's a, pat it's a glitch that I think, I don't know. Is this no way? I don't even know anymore. But I'm not even sure if the glitch has been patched or not. But either way, the glitch uh, was uh, one of the one of the shotguns that you unlock late in the multiplayer. I think it's like a, you have to be like a level sixty or something. Uh, you're level sixty, and one of the guns that you unlock is the last shotgun you unlock is a model 1887, which is like if you've seen Terminator 2, you know the gun that Arnold walks around the shotgun. Yeah, it's basically pretty much that. Uh, it was, like, it was like that kind of gun. And one of the attachments that you could get for it is the Akimbo, which is basically two guns. You get two guns, two of the same guns, two, two Model 1887s right in your fucking hands. And you could be running around the map, and you're like the fucking Terminator, dude. <clears throat> Pardon me. You're like the fucking Terminator, dude. It's extremely overpowered. Uh, you could be from a long range and you'd still be able to fucking kill him. Again, I don't. Re I really don't know if it was patched or not. I'm not really sure. I haven't really kept up with those videos much recent. Actually, not not that I haven't kept up. It's just I haven't really remembered. I'm pretty sure they didn't. But either way, uh, there's there's that. Um, another. Um, what, what was the word I'm looking for? Another fault, another flaw in the games in the gameplay would be. Well, this isn't really like a developer's issue. It's more or less a, a consumer issue, kind of. I guess I don't even fucking know. I don't even fucking know that if that's how you say it. But this was really more or less a problem with its 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 base, its player base, uh, and that is the amount of toxicity 
Toxic is that even proper? Is that even proper? Jesus fuck! Look at me. I'm speaking 2020. Jesus fuck! The amount of toxic players in the lobby in a Modern Warfare 2 lobby. You could be like one of the great greatest players of all fucking time, and motherfuckers will still think that you're rock, that you're a hacker, and that you're using aimbot, which really you're not. But you could be like one of the coolest players ever, man. You could have gotten a cool kill shot, and there's still there'll still be motherfuckers in the lobby saying, "Yeah, shut the fuck up! I fucked your mom, you stupid." Uh, yeah, I didn't say that word. Um, but yeah, no, dude. The the amount of rage a middle aged man would put into a into a Modern Warfare Two lobby could probably power a small little fan for like probably a week. It was extremely annoying. Ear rape. You got twelve year olds screeching in the background. You got angry ass dudes saying that you're an aimbot, but they won't admit that you're just really bad at playing Call of Duty. No fucking garbage ass piece of shit. It was just, oh god, it was, it was, it was shit. Just complete shit. On the other hand, one of the greatest things that came out of the multiplayer not only were these two iconic maps, Terminal and Rust, but we also received sniper montages. At this point, the, the, the at this point in the Call, in Call of Duty history, snipers had been basically like a nuisance. In Call of Duty Four, they were all right; they were just there. In World at War, they were completely fucking ignored. But when we got to Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, we were introduced with some of the best snipers out there, uh, and the most iconic sniper, in my opinion, the Intervention. What? Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Hear me right: the Intervention. The Intervention basically is. Yeah, like I said before, a sniper, this fucking sniper rifle was great for sniper montages. A lot of YouTubers got their start from this. You know, they got their start from Modern, uh, from Modern Warfare 2 sniper montages. I'm pretty sure if you look them up now, you'll they'll still be montages. A lot of montages, like the 360 no-scope, all of that stuff, that's where this came from. This is where it originated. And... In my opinion, this was really one of the very few good things that came out of the multiplayer. Now, if you ask me, multiplayer, in my opinion, was kind of ass. It was, it was kind of ass with all the overpowered kill streaks, the overpowered guns, the crazy, uh, uh, yeah, just that. But the good things that came out of the multiplayer, the maps, sniper montages, uh, yeah, just just that, just that. There's more cons to pr uh, than pros for the multiplayer, and that's one of the main reasons as to why I gotta give it uh, an eight out of ten. Those are the very few problems with the game itself, and I just uh, gotta leave it at that. I guess, yeah. All right, folks, a little bit behind the scenes. Let's see, let's see. Where did I leave off? Where did I leave off? Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Modern Warfare 2 was originally announced as Call of Duty 6. The game was first announced under the title Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 by Activision on December 3rd, 2008. Activision subsequently retracted its announcement, stating that any information about an upcoming Call of Duty was speculative. End quote. Quote unquote speculative. Sorry. Uh, Infinity Ward then asserted that it had not officially confirmed its latest project at the time. On February 11th, 2009, Activision officially announced Modern Warfare 2 and set a tentative release date for holiday 2009. The game was tested in internal beta by the development team. Infinity Ward announced on October 2000, on, in October 2009 that the PC version of Modern Warfare 2 would not support the user-run dedicated servers or in-game console commands. This announcement was received poorly by some members of the PC community, eventually instigating a response from Infinity Ward in an attempt to put the community at ease. During brainstorming sessions, an idea came forth on what if the ending of Modern Warfare was a loss leading to the sequel. In an interview with Jesse Stern, he talked to producers of Infinity Ward with ideas such as outbreaks, viruses, chemical warfare, and even outlandish things such as aliens and the living dead. Stern mentioned having the game based on real-life conflicts before the, uh, they halted for their planning at first due events in the 2008 Oceana War and the Mumbai terrorist attacks. Jesus fuck. Of course. Of course this kind of shit happens, man. Ugh, fuck. Oh, shit. Ouch. Fuck. Ow. 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 I got a cramp. Guys, I got a fucking cramp. Ouch. Like, the worst thing, man. I'm fucking... Reporting on my fucking cock pot cock pad cock past what the fuck I'm recording on my fucking podcast and I'm having a fuck 
fucking cramp in me fucking leg, eh? What the fuck? What? Okay, anyways. Uh, let's talk about the game engine. The game utilizes the in-house IW 4.0 game engine, which is claimed to be the generation beyond the capabilities of the engine used in COD 4. Although proprietary, the game is based on an unspecified ID tech engine and can accommodate larger worlds, enhanced graphic detail, and more efficient rendering. Really? Because each time I look out into the beaches of some map in Call of Duty, it looks like a fucking screensaver. Anyway, so as I say... <laughs> Uh, Infinity War has addressed the issues of enemies that continually respawn at different points in the level. The developer demonstrated that the game uses a uh, dynamic AI which has replaced the infinite respawn system and allows enemies to act more independently. The smarter enemies are designed to actively seek out and drive the player forward through a level and can break away from set behavior such as following designated route in order to attack. The player cannot depend on enemies to be found in the same locations as previous playthroughs because enemies will behave differently each time a level is played wow all right folks let's take a look at them are getting a release on march 25th 2009 a teaser trailer for the game was revealed at the developer game choice awards ceremony in san francisco the teaser po was posted on infinity wars website and released on the xbox live marketplace and playstation network a short time later a second teaser was released on May 10th, 2009 and showed gameplay features such as snowmobile driving and even underwater actions, which, uh, which was eh. Well, it didn't really age well, but with the time was wow. The teaser announced that the game would be revealed on TNT during the NBA Eastern Conference Finals on May 24th, 2009. The reveal was a first full-length trailer which debuted, ex which debuted extended sequences of actual in-game scenes and combat. The trailer was subsequently made available on the Water Warfare 2 official website, which was kept updated for the occasion. A fourth trailer was released on July 27th and showed the first footage of the game's multiplayer mode. On October 4th, 2009, a second full-length cinematic trailer was released and revealed that part of the game would take place in a war-torn Washington, D.C. On July 21st, Infinity Ward's Robert Bowling revealed through Twitter that a Modern Warfare 2 controller, controller was in the works. Peripherals manufactured Mad Cats was contracted by Activision to create a line of Modern Warfare 2 controllers and accessories for all platforms that the game would be available on. Activision stated in its quarterly earnings report that pre-orders for the game had broken a company record. More companies of Modern Warfare, more copies of Modern Warfare 2 had been pre-ordered than any other game in the company's history. In September 2009, Monster Energy, oh god, Kyle Teamed up with Activision to bring special redeemable codes on Monster Energy website where people may submit codes included in Monster Energy packs to redeem items such as Xbox 360 Premium themes and a Modern Warfare 2 map pack code. Fuck, ow. My lips are chapped. That's what she said. Modern Warfare 2 was released in four different retail versions across the PlayStation 3 and Xbox, Xbox 360 platforms, Standard, Hardened, Veteran, and Prestige. The Standard version consists of the game and an instructional manual, which is the only version available for the Microsoft Windows platform. Then there's a Hardened Edition, which consists of the game manual, which, which are packaged in a steel bookcase, an art book, and a ditch, you know, an art book that you don't ever open again. You take, a look, you take one good look at it, and you never touch it again. And a token that allows one to download Call of Duty Classic, a high-definition version of the original Call of Duty game. That's actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, add-in. Uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? All oh, right, the classic was eventually released on December second, two thousand nine. Anyways, uh, the prestige edition contains all of the elements of the hardened edition, but also includes a set of fully functioning night vision goggles. Did you look at fucking? Did you fucking look at that shit? It's imprinted with the Modern Warfare Two logo and a stand modeled after the head of soap. Would you fucking look at that? Imagine imagine having Soap's head on inside your fucking room with a pair of fucking night vision goggles. That's fucking crazy. Uh, anyways, uh, the, the, the night vision goggles can even see up to 50 feet in absolute darkness. Oh my god, I want to buy one now. Uh, on September 15th, Activision and Microsoft jointly announced a special limited Modern Warfare 2 version of the game of the Xbox 360 with a 250 gigabyte hard disk. 
the unit was highlighted by special game product and branding and includes two wireless controllers and a headset, you know, which you can yell racial slurs through. This is the first Xbox 360 to come with a 250 gigabyte hard drive on September 18th. The UK and a rep of Ireland uh, retailer game announced a veteran edition of Modern Warfare 2, which would be exclusive to rep of Ireland and the UK, which will come with a 12 inch tossed at you so Octavish with interchargeable arms and weapons as the same contents as the hardened edition. I need to fucking buy this shit all of a sudden, guys. Uh, Y'all, let me get a plane ticket to Ireland. 30 bucks? Shit, that's all you had to say. I'm sorry. Um, look. Ah, fuck, my throat hurts now. What was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? I think that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, let's call, of course, it's you can't call it a Call of Duty game if there's no downloadable, downloadable contents. Activision announced that two downloadable map packs will be released for Modern Warfare 2. At the E3 2009, Microsoft stated that these map packs would include would be first would first be made available for Xbox 360 via Xbox Live before they would be released. Pardon me for other platforms. Pardon me. Armor Bowling stated that the community response to the game and the first 10 downloadable map packs would be used in designing other potential map packs. The first map pack, titled The Stimulus Package, <laughs> this does not age well, uh, was released for Xbox Live on March 30, 2010, and for PlayStation Network on May 4th. The pack contains five maps, reincarnations of Crash and Overgrown, which are maps from Call of Duty 4, and three known maps, which are Bailout, a multi-level apartment park, uh, complex storm and industrial park glittered with heavy machinery and salvage an abandoned car junkyard in the middle of snow within 24 hours of its release it downloaded over 1 million times within the first week it had been downloaded 2.5 million breaking xbox live dlc records in addition to integrating maps into all existing game types the stimulus package adds two new game modes randomizing the built-in game in built-in game types in either normal or hardcore mode. Activision then released the second downloadable map pack titled Resurgence Package exclusively for Xbox Live on June 3rd, 2010. Fuck you. This was followed by the PlayStation Network and PC versions on July 6th. Hey, man. Sony matters too. Anyways. The package uh, includes five new multiplayer maps, uh, which are reincarnations of Strike and Vacant, both maps from Call of Duty 4. And we also got three new maps, Carnival, which is a, a, a abandoned amusement park, Trailer Park, which is basically a mobile home park, I can't understand you, go back to your country, and Fuel, which is, in my opinion, one of the most shittiest Call of Duty DLC maps in the entire history of Call of Duty DLC maps. It's basically like this fuel station, but it's so fucking big, man. Your character will die of dehydration and exhaustion before they even get to combat, man. Anyways, both of the map packs were made available for purchase on Mac iOS on May 24th, 2014, when the Mac, Mac OS port of the game was released. Uh, as I said before, they did make a comic book prelude. Which is it was a six-part comic book miniseries which related to the game and has also been produced. Hold up. Okay, cool. I still got time. I thought I stopped recording. I was about to yell. Okay. Uh announced by Robert Bowling on August 17th, 2009. Modern Warfare 2 Ghost is focused on the backstory of Ghost, who appears in the video game as a member of Task Force One for One. And it basically just uh the origins of the book um i'm actually debating whether i should even review this it's got a good it's a good it's got a good story uh, i haven't really read all of it i've read excerpts of it it's from what i've seen it's 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 all right it's good it's, it's a little something extra for the players um yeah i don't know i don't know i'm still debating whether i should review it i don't know if you guys want i'll do it but uh i don't know i don't really feel like reviewing it again i'll see you guys Whatever y'all want. Uh, they even made a, a, a short film to it. Uh, to <laughs> I already messed up. For God damn it. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> what I meant to say was that a short film in re uh, related to Modern Warfare 2 was even made. It was a fan-made prequel to Modern Warfare 2 titled Fine Macro of Operation Kingfish, which premiered at Call of Duty XP 2011. The video was produced by We Can Pretend, visual effects by The Junction, and was endorsed by Activision. Uh, the first film, Fine Macro, was a non-canon fan-made film. Activision 
contacted We Can Pretend About the Video and helped produce a second canon short film titled Find Makarov Operation Kingfish. It's a prequel which tells the story of Task Force 1 for 1 and how they first tried to capture Vladimir Makarov, who was then known as Kingfish. It also tells the story of how Silk got his facial car scars and how Price was captured and incarcerated in the Gulag. Uh, let's take a look at the... Reception for this game, the shit is off the charts. Well, at the time it was. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 received universal acclaim for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions and generally positive reviews for the PC version according to review aggregator Metacritic. Reviewers praised the in-depth story mode, mini-missions, and even the multiplayer. one stated, quote, Mixing real-world locations with, um, with bombastic set pieces, Modern Warfare 2 continues the guided thrill-ride experience of its predecessor and adds even more depth to its multiplayer offerings. It might not have fixed all the problems for the first game, but there's just so much quality content packed into this game that it will most certain, almost certainly be one of the most played games in your library for a long time to come end quote and well i, I, I might as well might as well consider uh, might as well um agree with that uh fat famitsu fa, fa, sorry famitsu named modern warfare 2 as one of the, as the number one game of the top 10 video games sold in 2009 beating games such as metal gear solid 4 uncharted 2 among these halo 3 and even gta 4 the game also uh it, it also gave the score sorry i messed up it also gave the game a score of 39 out of 4 what being one of the few western games released in japan to have the same scores as grand theft auto 4 in 2011 readers of guinness world records gamers edition voted simon ghost riley as the 40th top video game character of all time According to prelim preliminary sales figures from Activision, Modern Warfare 2 sold approximately 4.7 million units in the United States and the UK. Combined in the first 24 hours of its release, the total revenue from its first day sales in the US and in the UK was 310 million, making Modern Warfare 2 the biggest entertainment launch history at the time, surpassing its predecessor, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, as well as items uh, sorry, items from other media types. After five days of sales, the game had earned uh, revenue figures of $550 million worldwide. As of, 2000, as of January 18th, 2010, it has taken over $1 billion in sales. Activision also claims that Modern Warfare 2 had 8 million players online within the first five days, consisting of the world's largest army. I mean, consisting the largest army of players in the world. On March 8, 2010, Robert Bowling announced that the game had amassed 25 million unique players. In June of 2010, Activision CFO Thomas Tipple revealed that the game had sold to, had sold to, oh shit, I, saw, I thought it said 20 copies. I'm like, hey, what the fuck am I reading this shit right? Uh, <laughs> uh, they revealed that the game had sold 20 million copies. In August of 2011, Activision Publishing CEO, CEO Eric Hirschberg <clears throat> revealed that the game had sold 22 million copies. A month later, in September 2011, Modern Warfare 3 producer Mark Rubin said that the game's number, not confirmed as player or sales, was between 28 and 29 million. In November 2013, IGN put the game's sales at 22.7 million, though. Which is weird, but alright. According to the MPD group, Modern Warfare 2 sold approximately 4.2 million units for the Xbox and 1.87 sorry, for the PlayStation 3 during the month of October 2009. In Japan, Modern Warfare 2 sold 64,000 copies for the PlayStation and 42,000 for Xbox in its first week release. The game later sold 117,000 copies on the PlayStation 3 and 61,000 on the Xbox One. Anita Fraser of the MPD Group reported that in March 2010, the game had sold slightly under 10 million copies in the US alone. The game is no longer the second best-selling game of all time in both the UK and the US. Of course, it was taken over by some other freaking game. Who knows? I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> uh, after it became backwards compatible on Xbox One, the MPD Group reported that Modern Warfare 2 was the eighth best-selling video game in the United States during August of 2018. It had sold more copies in that month than the most than the then most recent entries in the series, Call of Duty World War II, which came out in November 2017. Jesus, fuck, that must be really embarrassing, Sledgehammer. Uh, during the previous month, uh, before becoming backward compatible, Modern Warfare 2 was only number one, I mean, was the 
son of a bitch, was at only number 321 on bestsellers list. Modern Warfare 2 received various gaming sites, uh, various awards from various gaming sites and publications. He gained high praise from some of the for from some video game magazines at the 2009 Spike Video Game Awards. Modern Warfare 2 received the Best Shooter, Best Multiplayer Awards, both Game Spy and Game Trailers, Game of the Game. Uh, Jesus Christ, with a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> the best overall game of 2009 award and received from Game Trailers overall six awards. GameSpot and Metacritic gave it. Uh, both gave it best Xbox 360 game award and from Game Trailers received the game. Jesus fuck, all these games. Game, 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 game. It's all fucking games, huh? Fuck, game. Gay. Gay games. Games gay? Gay games. What was I saying? All right. Uh, we received the best multiplayer award, for uh, including best first-person shooter award. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there's no such thing as a clean Call of Duty game. There has been some controversy, and well, let's take a look at it. Uh, various portions of the campaign have caused some controversy, including the depiction of a massacre carried out in a Russian airport. Uh, Mission. No Russian, the fourth mission in the game. The mission can be skipped entirely before the mission begins in the single player campaign. When starting a new campaign, the, the player has a warning of disturbing content notice. It states some players may find one of the uh, one of the missions disturbing or offensive. Would you like to have the option to skip this mission and the player either has to choose yes, ask me later, or no, I will not be offended. Like a little, I'm just kidding. Uh, I really. I get it. I, I get, yeah, I see it. I I, I can see why. Uh, I, I, uh, I I wouldn't blame him. Uh, Andres Bering, Ber I, I think Bering. I don't even know what this guy's fucking name is. Anders, sorry. Anders Bering Breviak claimed in his manifesto that he used the game for training to prepare for the 2011 Norway attacks. Jesus fuck. Coop Norway, a chain of resale stores in Norway, removed the game from its shelves as a result of this attack. Jesus fuck. A YouTube user claimed that the two paintings in the multiplayer map favela offended Muslims, supposedly. I don't, I don't even know. Activision, anyways, Activision removed the controversial paintings and apologized for its offense to Muslims. The amended favela map was added back into the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions of the game. However, it was permanently taken out of the PC version. Sorry, PC players. You don't get the respect you deserve. If you come out with a PC too, maybe we'll give you the respect you deserve. But if you, you haven't come out with that shit, so get the fuck out of here. Anyways. Oh, fuck. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost there, people. We're almost there. Anyways, uh, there were some technical problems. After the successful hack on the PlayStation on the PlayStation 3 in January 2011, some Modern Warfare 2 players on the PlayStation 3 had their stats completely hacked or deleted. Jesus, fuck, that's sad. Infinity War replied that their advice was to play the games in private, waiting for Sony to fix the problems on the platform side, saying that they could not patch the security problem themselves. Okay, so we're, we're just we're just gonna fuck ourselves, all right? Yeah, right. I, I put my entire life into this shit, and now it's all deleted, and I can't get it back. Well, if you put your life into this, well, it's kind of fucking sad, but still, man, it was really you grinded for all of this shit, and now it's all gone. Jesus fuck. Uh, a remastered version of the game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered, which is basically a visually updated version of the original, was released on March 31st, 2020 for PlayStation 4. It was later released for play on Xbox One and Microsoft Windows on April 30th, 2020. And it only includes a campaign mode, no multiplayer, no spec op components. When pur players purchase, unlock, uh, they get to unlock various cosmetic items in 2019's Call of Duty Modern Warfare and 2020's Call of Duty Warzone. On Metacritic, the PlayStation 4 version of the remaster holds a weighted version, a weighted average score of 71 out of 100 based on 37 critics indicating mixed or average reviews, and well, that's pretty much it. As far as the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 story goes, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, this is where it's at. Uh, unless they drop like a multiplayer version, a multiplayer um the multiplayer mode or the spec ops mode i really don't think i'm gonna be mentioning and much more of this so yeah we'll just end it at this ladies and gentlemen it's a great game man good great game it's a i wouldn't say it was a crucial part of my childhood but it did have somewhat of an impact on how i trust people <laughs> but uh yeah um it was a great game eight out of ten it was a lovely shit and uh yeah we'll just leave it at that folks 
Fortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like our episode's coming to an end. I gotta say, this was a great start. It was a great kickoff to our first, to our second season. Uh, hopefully, maybe who knows? Maybe shit will be different by the time we end. By the time we end the season, who knows? Um, only time will tell. And uh, about to say that we're back at it again, folks. We're back at it again. Ready to kick some ass. Ready to take names. Ready to eat ass as well. I don't even know if that's gonna happen, but yep. At some point, we're gonna eat ass. Uh, no, we're not. I don't even know. We'll never know if we don't try, man. So, I don't know. We'll just go up to some random ass girl asking if I can eat the rest. They say yes, and whoo! They say no, then I gotta, you know, uh, erase myself with a face of the gears. Anyways, um, thank you guys so much for watching the episode. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you guys so much for the support. Really couldn't have done any of this without you guys. And, uh, let's get to a thousand plays by June, eh? It's only, only got seven, five months, actually, technically. I feel like it's still, it's technically it is six months for me, but for you guys, it'll be five months because I'm planning on dropping this sometime in February. I'm still, I'm still January at the time of this recording, so uh, I don't even know. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to spread the word, spread the message, tell people, hey, yo, that fool Tony, he's, he's spitting some real shit on the mic. Y'all, y'all better come over here and listen to him. Listen to what this motherfucker guy say. Uh, just no recording for the copyright music. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys all so much for watching. Take care. Please stay safe. It's a, it's a tough time out there. Tough time with there, and only time will tell. Uh, sure, twenty twenty one maybe off to a weird start, but uh, who knows? Only time will tell, folks. Only time will tell. Thank you guys so much, and well, I'll catch you all in the next one. Take care. Good day. Ciao. Goodbye. I've seen better days.